Hi everyone, welcome back to Isavision. Welcome if you're new here. My name is Isabella Isadoro and today we are starting off the new season, what I'm calling the first generation season. And of course, I couldn't start a new season without relating the theme back to my own life. I am a first generation high school graduate, first generation college graduate, and hopefully one day a first generation physician in America. So I was thinking about if I am a first generation American. So my parents got their citizenship when I was 14. And since I was underage, I automatically got the citizenship. So technically, I guess I'm a second generation American. I don't know if anybody out there knows the real rules of first generation Americans. If you're naturalized through your parents, let me know. Um, we kind of went through it together. I helped my mom study for her test, helped them, you know, fill out the paperwork. Of course, they had a lawyer. I wasn't doing it all. Um, but I don't know. I kind of feel like we went through it together. Um, but I guess technically I'm a second generation American, but you know, that doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm proud to have been an immigrant in this country and now an American because that has literally changed my life and trajectory. But anyway, so talking about high school, yeah. So my parents, um, they did go to high school in Brazil, but since that wasn't in America, I've always said I'm a first-generation high school graduate because it's a totally different ball game, you know? Not, not even just counting the fact that I had to go to high school in Brazil and then also in America, like that's different in itself. But navigating FAFSA and applying to college, graduating with good grades, you know, being very responsible about the different choices I, ha I had to make in my life to make sure I was able to fulfill the career aspirations that I wanted. But yeah, so I graduated high school and then I was off to college. I, you know, like I said, I applied with a lot of the help from guidance counselors, my parents. Oh my gosh, poor them. They, I would come home every day stressed about application stuff but in the end it worked out I was able to go to school and while I was in college I found great mentors that helped me out um, with my career aspirations of one day being a physician my parents of course did support me emotionally and financially I can't negate that I don't think I would have survived without my phone calls with my dad after exams or my mom's visits to my school to make sure I never got too homesick, but um, in regarding, you know, medicine and stuff, so I do have cousins in Brazil that are doctors, but, you know, it's so different. I wish I could sit down and speak with each and every single one of you personally to explain how different it is. Here in America, we have to go through the pre-med, college, undergrad years. There, you kind of graduate high school. You take the SATs and that is what takes you to med medical school. There is no pre-anything, um, which is different, but it's fine, whatever. So I do take a lot of pride in being the first in my immediate family that will be going to medical, sc medical school here in America and, you know, hopefully making things down the line easier for my kids and nieces and nephews. But anyway, enough about me. I am here today with Grace Wong. She is in the film industry and she shares about her um, 
career goals and how she stays grounded in the film industry. And, you know, I I kind of went in thinking her main aspirations were to be famous, but no, she really showed me that her goal in life is to share God's message through her filmmaking. And I'm so excited for everything that she will do. She is soon relocating to LA and I can't wait to see all that she's gonna accomplish. Make sure to stay tuned for Grace Wong. Hi, well, thank you for having me on here. I'm super excited to reconnect with you again. Um, So I am a first generation filmmaker in my family. Um, So nobody in my extended family, immediate family has ever um, worked in the filmmaking entertainment industry before. Um, I went to film school to be a filmmaker, so I didn't um, grow up being involved in, um, like, you know, being involved in production sets or um, the video industry. Um, I did grow up in a Christian family, so faith is very important to me, um, and it is kind of the center of um, everything that I do. Um, I went to Boston University for undergrad for film school. So um, currently my job, my career, I am a video um, and media producer. And I do own a production company ad agency hybrid called Little Joy Media. Um, So we're an agency that helps accelerate law firm growth by leveraging video storytelling Um, So in other words, I work in the legal marketing industry um, in that space. Oh, man, that's very professional, very serious, I would say. Um, I guess, like, so you're Asian American. How did your family react when you wanted to go into film? Um, My background as a Brazilian immigrant, if I said I wanted to go into film, I think my parents would have been supportive, but nervous, you know, because there's not a lot of security in that. Could you share about how your family and friends reaction were? Yeah, um, I think you kind of nailed it. Like my parents were very supportive and they always have been. They support me, they root for me, but they also like they push me and challenge um, certain aspects of the way that I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So they definitely were or I think my dad was more nervous than my mom. My mom was like, you know, go for it, you know, have faith. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was kind of a mixture there. But I would say that their support has been very unwavering. And so I'm super lucky in that aspect. So how did you find film? Was it was there like a class in high school? Were you always interested since you were younger? Did you find this passion in college? How would you describe your trajectory towards filmmaking? Yeah, so I had no interest in math or science and struggled a lot (laughs) with those subjects um, since grade school, going Mm -hmm. through high school. I wasn't very interested in the other, I guess, for lack of better term, quote unquote, academic subjects. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was 13 when I kind of found myself auditioning for a school play. Mm -hmm. And then that was when I realized I was very interested in acting and the entertainment industry. And at that time, I didn't know that a career in film was a thing. I didn't, I, I just thought that actors did 
everything. They were the ones that made the film, that edited the film. Like, I didn't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I just, I did not know anything about the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as I went through high school and then, um, yeah, I went through high school. There wasn't even any classes that kind of piqued my interest. It just kind of, it was just something that I thought about. And then I did some research and I realized, oh, going to school for this is a thing. And so mm-hmm. I applied um, to film school and got in and then learned the rest there and the rest is history. Yeah. Would would you say that you you found mentorship in college rather than high um, school? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I definitely found uh a lot of mentorship along the way and through different seasons in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to highlight that like in life we don't just have professional mentors that help us you know at our career goals that we also have personal mentors can you share about both like who you're not just you don't you don't have to say names necessarily but like people that have helped you in both areas of your life and what they've taught you yeah um so I have two kind of spiritual and industry mentors mm-hmm um their names are Edward and Jan Lee so they own this creative agency for uh young Christian creatives it's Mm -hmm. called Eight Parables um and essentially this agency helps um steward young creatives into storytelling for God's kingdom Mm -hmm. um and I would say that they played an integral (laughs) integral Mm -hmm. um part of my journey of well first of all like my walk with God but also um my walk in the industry and I would say uh one of the most important things that I learned from them um is pursuing purpose over prosperity um Mm -hmm. because I think in the entertainment industry it's very easy especially in Hollywood Hollywood is brilliant but it's also a very dark place so it's very easy to get wrapped up in this um secular thinking of oh let me do all these things to get all the riches and all the glories like Mm -hmm. all of this like material wealth for myself um but if you pursue the purpose that God calls you to then everything will be given to you so it's really so it's kind of been ingrained in my head like pursuing the purpose that God called me to Mm -hmm. in this industry over you know material wealth money all of that Mm -hmm. um and it's like it's through um God's supernatural strategy that I can achieve this not through my own human hustle so yeah I guess I have like I have like three like follow-up questions or or Mm -hmm. comments I I totally understand how anyone can get blindsided or not blindsided but but blinded by you know wealth and prosperity and the riches that come with you know hard work um and I guess my other my other comment is how did you how did you meet um your your mentors how did you find eight parables um, so I found Eight Parables through another friend of mine, um, uh, actually one of my best friends from undergrad. We were just talking about, because she uh, was also a fellow film major, fellow mm-hmm. filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about um, 
how to be different in the entertainment industry as followers of Christ. And she brought this uh, eight parables subject up and I was like, oh, what's that? And so she kind of shared it with me and I, I reached out and I kind of immersed myself into their mentorship uh, mm-hmm. creative fellowship program uh, back in 2019. And yeah, I've, we've kept in touch since then. Awesome. And how do you, I guess my, my third question slash comment is how do you keep yourself from not getting blinded by all the riches and fame and, and different even connections? Cause like people, the people you surround yourself with is also important. And so how do you keep yourself grounded in your faith and in what God has for you? Yeah, that's a great question. I I think it goes back to scripture and being um, like intentionally choosing to be surrounded by people that are after not necessarily the same things as you are, but similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think scripture and being proactive in, you know, going to church and being in that Christian community helps Mm -hmm. because if it weren't for scripture if it weren't for you know constant prayer or community it would be very easy to kind of drift off the Mm -hmm. path and be like oh I don't need any help I can do this all by myself but -hmm. the thing is like if I were to do everything by myself I would always have to depend on myself to pull through and that's a very unstable place to be because I'm just relying on my own efforts but I don't have to but it's just this idea of I don't have to achieve all of these like I don't have to break every bone of my body to achieve these things because it's not through my own human hustle that Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to achieve these things it's through God because in scripture he says like in every like if if you pray according to my will like I will give you everything you ask Mm -hmm. for so the the word the word that comes to mind is unsustainable like trying to do everything on our own accord it seems the word comes to mind is unsustainable and in my personal beliefs it is like if I were to just depend on what I can do oh my gosh I don't know where I'd be today because it's like try to fill a god-shaped hole by yourself that's not possible yeah, it's tiring and it's exhausting and mm-hmm. burnout is real. Yeah, and even putting something I struggle with is even putting your career goals and aspirations in like a godly place because that's not sustainable either because everything and everyone will disappoint you, but God won't. Yeah. yeah. Again, my own personal beliefs, Yeah, which I'm sure you, you share. <laughs> in, your, in your trajectory... Um, and you're still, I'm, I'm sure you're not like, you haven't reached your end goal yet. You know, I for sure will see the name Grace Wong in headlights, not headlights, you know, what are those called? Whatever, Hollywood lights. <laughs> uh, but in your trajectory and working towards your goals, um, have you ever felt like giving up? And if so, how did you fight through that? Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I'll be honest, but it's never, it's never really destroyed me to the point of despair or brought me to a very dark place Mm -hmm. um I will say that I am very incredibly lucky and very blessed because I do have parents that um like provide support for me like emotionally too and Mm -hmm. you know 
mentally. Um, and I think that's, that's really important because I could be in a very different place if I was just, you know, out on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think pursuing the film industry, pursuing a career in storytelling and video producing is tough because in a lot of ways it's going against the traditional norms of, Mm -hmm. and when everybody thinks of, you know, the creative arts, it's it comes down to oh well how are you going to get a job how are how are how much are you making and those are questions that are thrown to me like every day by outside people people that Mm -hmm. I know people that I don't know Mm -hmm. um and sometimes that can get in your head and make you doubt oh am I on the right path um but I feel very strongly like again it really comes down to what the calling that God has placed in my life and mm-hmm. you know and being confident in that so that I don't have to worry or give a care in the world about what people and humans mm-hmm. you know throw at me so I, I hope that answers your question no totally I think every person has their own way of coping with challenges and I think you turning to your faith is more than a great great answer if that's what you're worried about Um, what advice do you have for people that are in the film industry but also other first generation people that are you know struggling to find support or even find what they want to do what what, what would you say um hmm. I would say uh honestly the first phrase that comes to mind is fear not because I know that when someone is interested in the arts or like video, the film industry, acting, entertainment, it's all lumped together in that area of career, for lack of a better term, that people will question, oh, how are you going to get a job? I think that's a huge, uh, yeah, that's that's a huge, um, I guess, hurdle that people will go through in this industry. Um, But the the thing is, if you, I think if you are able to latch on to that, like, desire, like, ask yourself, why, why do you, what is it about the industry that makes you want to pursue that, and you go for it, like, you don't really have anything to lose, you only have things to gain, because if Mm -hmm. you don't go for it, if you don't try it, then you don't, then you'll never know if it's, actually something that you want to pursue in life for real but if you go for it then at least you you know you're going at it courageously you know whether or not like this is something that's going to be for you Mm -hmm. um and I know that maybe there are non-believers listening to this um but that's kind of what faith is you know believing what you can't see and if you rely solely on yourself you'll always be in this place of instability and go down rabbit holes of anxiety and stress because you're relying on yourself to get there Mm -hmm. but if you rely on God who created you who loves you and made you for a purpose then you can still work hard and not burn out and be tired because he's the one that's you know carrying you through so Mm -hmm. I guess if like non-believers or believers listening to this who are interested um in the entertainment industry or creative arts in any way like um if you're somebody that opposes religion or faith or any of that um I would say like ask yourself why because 
like why not try it because you don't have anything to lose you don't Mm -hmm. have anything to lose in going to God and like he's the only one that can kind of combat that fear of you know pursuing something foreign Mm -hmm. you know yeah and even like what comes to mind is when you're looking back on your life do you want to do you want to think back and say hey I gave it my all or do you want to say no I settled I think obviously I think you're going to do great things Grace but even if let's say you don't reach the ultimate your ultimate goals you can at least look back on your life and say hey I tried and I gave it my all and I trusted that God was going to carry me through and I think there's beauty in that I you know like NBA players people that or soccer players who go international like it's it's very hard to do that it's very hard to be well known but I'm pretty sure that every person that tried is happy that they did and didn't you know give up or like they gave it their all until they couldn't right right, right. I think there is beauty in that um thank you for sharing and this question that I ask I ask everyone because it kind of relates to my name so like or the name of the podcast is a vision what is yes. your vision for the future? It can be, it doesn't have to be related to the film industry or your career goals. It can be anything. So take that as you will. Great question. These are really great questions. Um, my vision, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, I can't really imagine a future where, you know, God isn't part of like, the, or I'm not part of his plan for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so this might be broad, but it's honestly whatever glorifies God through what mm-hmm. I do as a video producer. And, you know, that could change in any instance. Um, mm-hmm. But right now I am very content in like where I am. I want to help make a greater impact in the legal industry. That's what my company does. Um, so that, you know, my clients, the ones that I serve can in turn make a greater impact um, for what I do for them. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I'm hoping to scale, uh, scale where I'm at right now so that I can also produce documentaries, um, on human trafficking. I'm not sure if you know, but that's also an area that, um, I'm passionate about fighting against. Um, and then I am, I I think, you know, this, I am relocating to LA pretty soon, like Mm -hmm. this year. So, yeah, I would say overarching vision is to continue to pursue God and glorify him through what I'm doing. And again, that could change forever, whenever. Yeah, I think I think that's a beautiful vision. And uh, some guests do get worried, like, oh, is this too broad? Is this too narrow? And I'm like, whatever, however you take that question. Uh, and I appreciate your answer. I know you mentioned eight parables. Is there any other socials or organizations that you want to shout out? Um, it doesn't need to be like, an org or anything can literally be like hey I like my friend's Instagram check out their art you know anyone you want to shout out I'll be able to put it in the description so people can click links and all that good stuff so go ahead uh yeah there is um I do know this other organization I don't know them personally but there's they're they're an organization that I follow they're called the moving works Mm -hmm. um they're basically this Christian ministry that creates films um to kind of um show people about who God is and they do international and they go they visit international they how do I find this (laughs) they do their work internationally yes that's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say 
Um, I think their most recent project is in Denmark. So they kind of uh, visited places in Denmark, visited people in Denmark and had people tell their testimony. It's pretty incredible. They're called The Moving Works. Um, and also another uh, podcast that I recommend besides this one is, <laughs> is The Porch. Um, they're a young adult ministry based in Dallas, Texas, and they're really awesome. All of y'all should go check it out. The Porch. <laughs> yes, support um, podcast. Grace, thank you so much for sharing your time um, and your vision and your story. I'm sure it'll inspire others, believers and non-believers. I I do think that even though my podcast is small, it'll help spread your vision and spread God's truth and how amazing his love is um, through you and, you know, through this podcast. But again, thank you so much. And I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was fun. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening until the end. If you enjoy this episode, please give this podcast five stars leave a nice review, and follow Is A Vision on Instagram at I-S-A-V-I-S-I-O-N underscore. Thank you and have a good one.